Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. What is the Gospel of Jesus Christ? What did Jesus go about preaching and teaching? The same that the apostles went about preaching and teaching, and all that are in the truth, continually carrying on the dispensation of grace, the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus went about preaching and teaching the kingdom of God. All the apostles went about preaching and teaching the kingdom of God. The saints in the former reign scattered abroad went about preaching and teaching the kingdom of God. The gospel is Jesus Christ. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and signified it by his angel unto John. But there's been a tradition the tradition of the elders, the tradition of the elders that made the Word of God an effect. Tradition? I thought tradition is a good thing held down uh, from generation to generation to be the truth. The only problem is, is that the gospel is progressive. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And that what the apostles had in the revelation of Jesus Christ, that he is God, he is the Father, he is that kingdom, has not been carried down in truth through the generations. And due to the tradition of the elders making the word of God an effect, that it become more and more diluted. So what has been diluted there now for over some 2,000 years is now being revealed. That's right. And God, through his judgments, are making manifest the true gospel of Jesus Christ. You see that Jesus spoke in John 16. He said, no more will I speak in Proverbs. But I'll show you plainly of the Father. Plainly? Why would he speak in Proverbs to begin with? Why would he speak in these uh, similes, metaphors? One of the greatest teachers, the, the greatest teacher that ever lived, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But yet he taught that way because only those of a pure heart will see it. The pure in heart will see God. Not through a glass darkly, not through a Pentecostal lens in that open face, but the full glory of the Lord, the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the fullness of glory, the fullness of the kingdom, the fullness of the dignity, the fullness of the honor of Jesus Christ. He and he alone is God. And that's what will be revealed in the judgments, seals, trumpets, and vows in the last days, revealing, uncovering, unveiling the real Jesus that all will know him from the least to the greatest. For the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. Well, it's been uh, diluted for over 2,000 years, and we realize that we've been seen through a glass darkly even since the embryonic church was birthed in Acts the second chapter. And Paul said, well, we see through a glass darkly. But there's a time coming that will be face-to-face glory. Then face-to-face we'll know even as we're known of him. 
So now the real gospel of Jesus Christ in these last of the last days is now being revealed to those that have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. What is that gospel? Well, it's not a trinity. No such thing as a trinity God. Three persons in one God in a hypostatic union. That was under the Council of Nicaea and a Synod saying under Constantine that there was three persons in this one God. And then they had other ecumenical councils uh, trying to add on to it, given more clearly that what we have in 451 A.D. is the Chalcedonian definition, which states the God-man. And on his father's side, he is divine, therefore thus son of God. On his mother's side, he's human, thus son of man, the God-man. And this is obviously a lie too. Now, it might have had some partial truth, but when we come to see the real Jesus, the true Jesus, then we understand that it is not true. It's not the truth. It's not absolute. It's a stab at it. It's close, but we're not playing horseshoes here. You've got to hit the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Can't miss that mark. And when there's a mystery there, that is now being revealed to all that has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And that's the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. It's now being revealed. And we are coming to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ and to a perfect man. We're called for that. We're called for the perfecting of the body of Christ. Jesus, everyone will agree, is coming back soon to receive his church, his body, the bride of Christ. What we don't agree on is when, how, and when will this will happen, whether all prophecy has been fulfilled, imminent return, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, and all these things are in the gospel of Jesus Christ that Jesus himself addressed. Not only the prophets in the Old Testament, but the apostles as well, with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. But now, and there, because of the progression of truth, we know more than what they did back in the Old Testament. He that's least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. Why? These prophets, they desired to look into these things, and they searched diligently in the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ that was in them, when it signified, when it testified beforehand, the sufferings of Christ. They knew the day was coming. They knew the time of the kingdom of God manifest in the earth in the final dispensation of the gospel being revealed to everyone, all knowing the truth, not partial truth, not seen through a glass darkly, but the truth, the real Jesus, the God manifest in all truth, not partial truth, all truth. And somebody said, well, I believe we'll see it in the sweet by and by. No, Jesus said uh, that we will see this now. And we find that Paul speaking that also in 2 Corinthians 3. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. 
the face is the glory. But he tells us, but we, the body of Christ, has this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. The Lord is that spirit. There you go. The gospel is very basically Jesus is God. He is the Father of Word. He is the Holy Ghost. He's the El Shaddai. He is a tetragrammaton. He is the Yod, uh, the Yehovah. He is the Aleph through the Tav, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty God. Omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent Spirit of God. There's not another. But how he works salvation in and of himself is now being revealed, which has been hidden for the most part for 2,000 years. Why? Because we're at the end of time. We're at the time that there would be time no longer. We're at the time that the mystery is revealed. We're at the time of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, given that we will fully understand that in him, in Jesus, Jesus Christ, in Christ himself, who is the Father of glory, who is God, that mystery of God and the Father of Christ, in him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. But now it's not hid. The seals are broken. The Lamb of God hath prevailed. It's now an open door in heaven. That open door was given to us in 1 John 4, 1, not a rapture, but the knowledge of the glory of God given to us right here in the earth to perfect the body of Christ unto perfection to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. For Jesus come back for a glorified church without spot, without blemish in his perfect image. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Not anything short of that for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we all come into the unity of the faith, not a denomination. Denominations will grasp for it, but never receive it. It'll be to the body of Christ, the ones that have an ear to hear. They are the ones that will enter in. And they will have the knowledge of the Son of God. And to the knowledge of the Son of God is not Gnosko, knowing Jesus after the Spirit, not after the flesh, far greater than that. That they have obeyed through the Spirit that doctrine which is Christ unto full knowledge of him in a full stature of Jesus Christ. That's the knowledge of the Son of God that we're called for. And that knowledge is epigenosco, epi, much higher than just a general knowledge. It's coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man, just as Paul stated in Ephesians 4. The time is now. So don't believe that we cannot come unto perfection and this is hidden from the body of Christ and we can only understand it and receive the knowledge of God in the sweet by and by. That's a lie. God's doing it now unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we grow up into him and Jesus in all things. The things of faith. Faith is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen. 
and growing up into Jesus and all things. Why? That we are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, which in the last days will be the key to the bottom of the split, will be out, Apollyon, and Abaddon, will be the destroyer, and seducing spirits and doctrines of devils let loose upon the whole earth. Oh, earth, earth, earth. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Only those that are in Christ that have digged deep to found that rock, the truth, the real gospel, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. Not just one verse, Charlie. Not just one verse where you break all your salvation on one verse, but have searched diligently the scriptures. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they that testify of me. Jesus said in the volume of the book, it's written in thee, I come to do thy will, O God, for a body that has prepared me. What's the mystery of God's will? From the foundation of the world has been to gather all things together in one in Christ Jesus. When? Right now. When we received a visitation from the Lord on the 19th of January, 2019, we were shocked. I was very shocked because it means we're in the last of the last days. We're studying eschatology. Of course, everybody is. There's not a person that has not uh, wondered about the times that we're living in that's cracked the Bible and searched for the Lord Jesus Christ in truth. But we know it's now revealed by the Spirit. And after we've received the Word of God in present truth, the proceeding Word of God, which every believer lives by the word that proceeded, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, that we're in that present truth, that after that we have received that word, we're sealed. It's a progressive sealing. It's not, well, one person, I'm sealed, and that's it. No, we go from newborn babes to little children to young men to fathers. And the final apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7 is upon us now. So what if we were to say, in truth, in the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Spirit of God, through the Holy Ghost, that we have, through the tradition of the elders, been taught a gospel that was in error. But now, even though it's coming, it's been in the ditches for so many years, even thousands of years, 2,000 years to be exact, since Paul said, after my departure, grievous wolves shall come in, not sparing the pot. But God's always had a remnant of the church. He's always had uh, the people that the gates of hell shall not prevail against in the knowledge of the rock, the true Christ. He's always had a people. But in the last days, it will be a great harvest of souls. And that will be led in through God himself in and through the knowledge of the glory of God that is now revealing in the revelation of Jesus Christ into all truth, not partial truth. Notice that in Revelation 19.10, there was a man that looked just like Jesus to the point where John, the revelator, the apostle John, who wrote the gospel according to John and three epistles, as well as the book of the Revelation, if anyone knew the Lord Jesus, he did, and he was about to bow down and worship this man. He said, See, thou doest it not. I am of thy fellow brethren, of thy servants, 
and thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. The ones that love God keep his commandments. So the remnant of her seed, the woman, Revelation 12, they keep the commandments of God, those ones that love God, and have the testimony of Jesus. Testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And we see that in Revelation 19.10. In Revelation 12, the old dragon, the serpent, the scorpion, the devil come down to this earth, having great wrath in the last of the last days, three and a half years, 42 months of great tribulation. But then there's two wings of a great eagle given to this church, this body of Christ, where she flieth into the wilderness. How do you fly? You fly upon the wind of doctrine the true doctrine of Christ, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. We're, we're nourished from the face of the serpent. The face of the serpent is the, is the glory of a false Christ. The face is the glory. Remember, because God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ, not the face of the Antichrist, the face of the devil. But many will look in that face and say, who can, who can stand against this, this Antichrist? This man of sin, who forecasts his devices and prospers, the arms stand on his part, who setteth in the temple of God, coming all against that is God or that is worship, so that he as God setteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's not a physical brick and mortar temple. He did not use Iron, he used Naos, a spiritual temple, which Jesus said, Destroy this temple in three days, I'll raise it up. No man can raise up his body except he be God. But the Jews said, well, 46 years were they in building this temple. You're going to raise it up in three days. Jesus spake of the temple of his body. That's the naos. That's what the devil, Satan, the scorpion, the old serpent himself, the dragon, the man of sin, kind of opposeth all that is God or that is worship, so that he as God, that's a capital G-O-D, setteth in the temple of God, capital G-O-D, Showing himself that he is God, capital G-O-D. That is not a physical brick-and-mortar temple. That is, as in Pergamos, where Satan seated, Satan is, seat is where Satan, Satan dwelleth. <clears throat> Pergamos. And there is where the true saints of God, Revelation 2, will begin to eat the hidden manna. Much higher than Pentecost. Much higher glory than Pentecostal glory. Eating the flesh of Jesus, drinking his blood, in the hidden manna, which is the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. Because in Christ is hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. But we get to eat the hidden manna. Why is it hid? Only those that have a pure heart's going to see it. Then I'll give him a white stone. Now this is where Satan's seed is in Pergamos. I'll give him a white stone. And in that stone, a new name written, Kainos. Greek word means something that's never been done before. The saints of God, uh, they that do know their God will be strong and do exploits, exploitations, things that have never been done before. The greatest trial of faith that's ever been, but will bring forth the true glory unto the Lord Jesus Christ. We are in those days. So we have followed a gospel that in general terms has been a lie. There is no Trinity. 
That's, there's a trinity in the Bible. Revelation 16, 13. Three unclean spirits like frogs, spirits of devils working miracles. Well, they work miracles. Yes, they work miracles. Second Thessalonians 2, Paul speaking, said that because they've received not the love of the truth, they might be saved, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. God sent them strong delusion that they'd believe a lie and be down. Why would it very, if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived? Because of signs, miracles, and lying wonders that this image to the beast, the beast has to do with the image of the beast, but there as a false doctrine, a false gospel of Jesus Christ, and the world, the ones that do not know God, will wonder after this false Jesus, this false Christ, this false Messiah. But those that truly know their God, they will eat of the hidden manna. The others, the wicked, cannot understand these things. These are the things of faith. But the righteous will understand. Daniel 12 said so. And he said, I'll give you a white stone. Wherein is a new name written that only he knows that receives it. The ones that don't receive it will receive this false doctrine, this false gospel, which will sound good. Peace, and by peace shall destroy many. So what is God doing now? What we have followed for 2,000 years in error, in a Trinity gospel, Revelation 16, 13, which are spirits of devils working miracles, of the uh, coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet of Trinity, and will, through his judgments, reveal who he is. There's only one God, and he's the Almighty, Jesus Christ, which is, was, is to come the Almighty. Revelation 1 8. We say it again in Revelation 21, Revelation 22, that he is the Alpha and Omega, the Allah through the top, the A to the Z of everything that God is, was, or ever will be. And there's not a two-ness. Well, they said, the Lord said unto my Lord, sound like there's two. No, there's only one Lord. If you haven't heard that podcast, be sure and tune into that. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who's above all, the Father of us all and in us all. Jesus is that spirit. The Lord is that spirit. We see that in 2 Corinthians 3, 17. The Lord is that spirit. Who's the Lord? Jesus Christ is the Lord. So the bottom line is, it's going to show that he is God. He is that spirit. God is that spirit. Jesus Christ is that God. And do we have just partial truth? Seen through a glass darkly? No. He's revealing all truth now. We with all, all of us with open face, the true body of Christ, the true ones diligently seeking the Lord our God, we all with open face beholding his inner glass, the glory of the Lord, not seen through a glass darkly, but then face to face, will be coming to the full image of Jesus Christ. Look at that. The Lord is that spirit, and with the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty. We all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, not partial glory, the glory of the Lord are changed into the very same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we've been duped, friend. We followed a cunningly devised fable, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils in a Trinity gospel, which is never one, was never the truth. Neither is there a tunis for the Lord said unto my Lord, the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, all capitalized, 
is the Tetragrammaton, Yahweh, the invisible spirit of God. Said unto my Lord, that is the Lord, Adon, the man who is God, that is in an emptied state of glory, in a humiliated state, to redeem us that are under the law, and then goes back to his former glory. There's only one Lord there. Christ, who is that spirit, is the same Christ who is the man, and goes back to his former glory. Same Jesus, Christ, who was crucified, let all the house of Israel know assuredly. That same Jesus, Christ, whom you crucified, that's Christ who suffered. God hath made him both Lord and Christ, the Spirit of God. And it's not oneness. The oneness doctrine is there, even though it's closed. We'll say that the man glorified flesh and bone, shed his blood, but flesh and bone, is still not God, but is at the right hand of God, not realizing, Revelation 3.21, that Jesus said, even as I overcame and am set, S-E-T, not S-I-T, sit down in a positional state that he did for us, but S-E-T, a forever settled state of glory that he's always been God, always will be God. He overcame and him set, S-E-T, down with my father, he said, in his throne. That's the reason why Jesus said in John 16 that I'll no more speak unto you in Proverbs. I'll show you plainer the Father. And at that day when his glorification, which he is glorified now, the Lord in Christ, Jehovah God Almighty, the blessed and only potentate, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God, that he said, now you will ask in my name, not Father in my name, Father in the name of Jesus. No, that's before the cross. You ask in my name. And I say not that I'll pray the Father for you. For all that the Father has given is given unto me. You simply ask the name Jesus. When you do, everything in heaven and earth is prostrate at the name of Jesus. Why? Because he's glorified. When you say Jesus, not Father in the name of Jesus, you put him back before the cross. When you say Jesus, you address the name that is above every name. The, the revealed name of God Almighty, the Father of glory, the blood name of God, the name that is above every name. When you address that name, then you, he does not pray the Father for you because he's glorified everything God has now is given unto him. That all life is in him, in Christ Jesus. There you have the true gospel. And God's doing it now in revealing it by judgment. For when judgments are in the earth, in the earth, men will learn righteousness and holiness. Well, there you have it, neighbor. We've been duped. There's no trinity. There's no tennis. There's no oneness. There's only a Jesus-only doctrine of Christ. Follow the podcast. You'll see. God's doing this work now. Many nations are coming into it. We have thousands of ministers in Africa and India, especially, that have grafts that come into this revelation of Jesus Christ. We all should, because the time is now. It's not partial truth now. It's all truth. It's not seeing through a glass darkly now. We're seeing him face to face. Face to face glory. Well, if the Holy Ghost is bore witness with your spirit that this is truth, give me a call, leave a message, I'll get back to you. Country code one plus. Area code 903-746-4885. Leave me a message, Brother Beard, just like Whiskers. And you can write to me. Write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. 
Don't be bashful. We want to hear from you. We want to be one with you because God's putting his bodies together now in the unity of the faith, not a denomination, in the unity of the faith, Jesus Christ. Or you can drop us a message at our websites, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, or dennisbeard.org. Well, thank you for your prayerful support and your generous offerings whereby we keep the broadcast coming to you over there. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold the real Jesus.